0: Welcome to the Genius Podcast.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Craig Shields, and welcome to the official Genius Podcast. Every two weeks, we'll explore the ins and outs of how to get more eyes on your business with marketing tips and solutions that are more than just the sum of their parts. Every episode, we'll speak to a range of experts from both inside the Genius family and from further afield. Today, I'm delighted to be joined once again by Laura Malloy from Genius, where today she discusses what on earth ChatGPT is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the Genius Podcast. I'm delighted to be joined once again by Laura Malloy from Genius. Laura, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
0: Hi Craig, good. Um, yeah, delighted to be back talking today all about ChatGPT and how it's disrupting our B2B marketing world.
1: This is going to be incredibly fascinating uh, for me because it's something that I, I'm a little bit aware of, yeah. but not completely. And I feel like a lot of people and probably our listeners are, are in the same boat. So let's start with the most obvious question. So it's, <laughs> we all know where we stand right away. What is ChatGPT and just how does it work?
0: Yeah, so good question. This is something I suppose a lot of people are just discovering now. It was only launched late last year, so in November 2022. So it's not it's not been around a huge amount of time as it stands. Um, starting with the basics, uh, GPT stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformer. So it's currently in its third version since it was released in late 2022, and what GPT essentially means is that it generates text using algorithms that are pre-trained so they've been fed all of the data that they need to carry out their task and what it sets it apart I suppose is how authentic it is to human um, natural speech so that's what I suppose what's catching the attention um, of of everybody in lots of different industries including marketing including our own Mm -hmm. Um, and as an AI language model, you know, it works by processing natural language input from users. So um, it generates responses that are meant to be relevant and helpful um, to, to the users. Um, it's, it was trained on, on a massive data set of text. So it's been a long time in the making um, and it allows it to, to learn patterns and develop relationships in language usage. So when a user inputs a message, it analyzes the message using deep learning algorithm to determine the intent and meaning behind it. It then generates a response based on its understanding of the message and its knowledge of relevant topics. So it's, you know, it's pulling a lot of different data in, a lot of different uh, data sets into the text there. And fascinatingly, it's constantly learning and improving and evolving based on the interactions it has with users every day, as well as feedback and corrections it receives from users. So this is something at the moment that it is encouraging us to kind of say, that wasn't a great answer, that didn't provide what I needed that, you know, to actually engage with it so it learns and it it, it takes that learning on board and improves all the time. So that's why it's, it's such a fascinating tool It doesn't have any emotions or opinions. So this is something that a lot of people are kind of testing at the moment or testing the tool, asking it for its its opinion on something or how it feels about something. And it will tell you that, honestly, it will say, I don't have an opinion on this, but these are the facts and these are the... Um, the the facts of the case I suppose, or, the, or the information that you require um, and its responses are, are based solely on its programming so how it was programmed and the information it was trained on so that's it I suppose in a, in a nutshell um, and I said it's very new but we are kind of learning about n- new uses for it every day almost.
1: So while it might not have emotions it, it gives me two emotions one mm-hmm. it's incredibly cool yeah, it, it sounds like a, an awesome thing that's been set up and created. Two, it's incredibly scary. Yeah, uh, to the point of our our relevancy in in terms of um, marketing. So I I have to ask this horrifying question: is mm. is that everyone's B two B marketing career done? Is it over? Are we finished?
0: No, and this this is the this is kind of where it gets a bit more interesting. I think. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Chat is not going to kill any B two B marketing Few. careers or marketing careers or anybody. Sort of. You know, it related to it, and um, while you know AI and automation can definitely help streamline certain aspects of marketing, um, especially like the likes of data analysis and campaign optimization, they can't replace the strategic thinking and the creativity that B2B marketers bring to the table and and other marketers as well. So, ChatGPT and other AI power tools can certainly be valuable assets to us B2B marketers, allowing us to automate repetitive tasks and gain insights from data sets and deliver personalized experiences to, to customers. Um, it's a tool essentially that can be integrated into our marketing arsenal for sure. And one of the, the you know, one for fellow digital marketeers to pay close attention to as it approves and evolves over time. Um, You know, us B2B marketers are continuously developing our skills and staying up to date on emerging trends and technologies and in order to remain competitive for our clients. But ultimately, you know, marketing is a human driven profession and that's not going to change anytime soon. And it requires, you know, deep understanding of of customers' needs and preferences, um, as well as the ability to create compelling content and experiences uh ones that resonate with audiences and while ai can definitely assist us and we, can, we said we're finding new ways it can assist us there every day it, it can't replace the the creativity empathy and critical thinking of a human mind and they are the essentials to to successful marketing campaigns
1: perfect i'm not quite as horrified now so thank you yeah. very much for <laughs> bringing me away from the cliff edge there laura thank you very much um I want to ask a little bit about ChatGPT and its relationship to kind of BTP content marketing. Yes. Like how do you envision that changing the, the future of how that operates?
0: Yeah, so we've even seen at the moment, um, ChatGPT and other AI models, it's changing the way I suppose us BTP marketers think about content marketing um, by offering new ways to personalize, um, to automate and to optimize our content strategies So we're kind of leveraging this AI um, to create more efficient, engaging and effective content that meets the evolving needs of customers. So if we think about, I suppose, personalization, ChatGPT's ability to understand um, and analyze natural language input, it is becoming easier to deliver personalized content and experiences to B2B customers. So chatbots you know, can be powered by ChatGPT and can provide tailored recommendations and support based on customer preferences and behaviors. So this is you know, incredibly useful um, application, I suppose, in terms of our content itself. Secondly, it's about achieving efficiencies. So it can help streamline content creation, distribution, um, you know, I even just content ideation. So coming up with it, the initial idea for content and then we kind of take it and go with it and, and develop it and evolve it. Um, allowing B2B marketeers really to focus on the strategic planning and the creative development of, of that particular content. And it, again, automating repetitive tasks. So, um, you know, it can save us time and resources, allowing us to be more productive and effective Um, And then I suppose the other way it's it's very useful in terms of content marketing is is delivering insights. So by analyzing large amounts of customer data, it can help us provide valuable insights into customers' behaviors, preferences and needs. Um, This can help us B2B marketers develop more efficient content strategies and make data-driven decisions, which is what we're always trying to achieve is to try and get back to the data and trying to back up our decisions. Um, also, it can help us improve engagement and um, chatbots powered by ChatGPT can engage customers in, in real time conversations, providing immediate support and information. Um, this can help build, over time, build trust and loyalty with customers as well as, as drive sales and conversions. Um, finally, I'd say it's helping us scale quicker. So you it, it can see even how the applications in, should, in such a short space of time can be used to create scalable content that can be easily distri- distributed across multiple channels and platforms. Um, and this can help B2B marketers really just reach a wider audience, you know, get more eyes on our content and increase brand awareness so they would be i suppose the main ways that i would look at it anyway in terms of how it's it's having an impact on on current and the immediate future um i suppose in in terms of b2b marketing but how it's going to evolve after that we don't really know yet <laughs> sort of a it could, yeah. could you know it could increase it could be something we we don't even know how you know it, it might look in this time next year
1: yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Who could have imagined the internet and the the influence it would have had? Like a hundred years ago, you know. It's you, you never know what's what's around the corner. Yeah, I've I've got I've got a, a, a curious question for you actually on it, and I, I think in terms of how businesses operate and run, they're always looking to, for example, can we trick Google to put us first in the yeah in the, in the list and all that all that kind of stuff? C- can Chat Chat GPT have a, an an influence? on search marketing, improving SEO, and those kind of things.
0: Yeah, certainly. So this is actually one of my my favorite uses of the tool to date. Um, so ChatGPT can be a very valuable tool for B2B marketers looking to improve search marketing and SEO efforts. Again, by leveraging the power of AI and that natural language processing, we can create more effective and engaging content, as we've kind of discussed. But also, it, it, it's, again, meeting the needs of our clients, customers all the time. So a couple of ways that I kind of use have used it for that I found useful and it, there are probably endless ways and we'll keep discovering it and marketers are, are sharing this, um, you know, in, in lots of different forums and groups at the moment in different ways and uses for it. But I've used it for keyword research, so it can help generate new keyword ideas by analysing natural language input from users and identifying relevant topics and themes. Um, It can help us identify new keywords to target in our content and advertising campaigns. And we can easily analyze competitors' keywords literally by putting in their website and identifying keyword gaps between us and them. Um, In terms of content optimization, it can help um, optimize content for search engines by analyzing the structure, the format, and the language used in existing content. Um, And this can help B2B marketers identify areas for improvement and make changes that you know, obviously can improve our search rankings overall, again answering user queries so we can plug that that, that technology into our chatbots and create conversational content that answers common questions and addresses customer pains and keeps them on the site for longer, engages them for longer and by providing helpful information and, and, and Google really likes it when our visitors are, are happy on the page and have gotten an answer to the question, have converted, have been led down a path that they're happy with so that the algorithm can tell how happy our visitors are by how long they actually stay and engage on the pages. So anything we can do to, to keep them there like this, answering user queries while they're there, can improve our search rankings and attract more organic traffic overall. In terms of content distribution, then also it can be used to distribute content across multiple channels and platforms, you know, including search engines, social media and chatbots, and again, going back to the scalability of it and, you know, by creating scalable and shareable content, B2B marketeers can increase their reach and visibility in, in search results overall. Um, also, again, back, I suppose, on, again, this is probably on, on all of the different marketing activities that we we perform using it. It's a great tool for analytics and reporting and the same with SEO. So it can be used to analyze data and generate reports on SEO performance, including search rankings, traffic, engagement metrics. Um, it can also help us marketeers track progress over time and make back to the data-driven decisions all the time about our SEO strategies. So I said there are just some ways that I've I've seen the benefit of it, but as I said, it's it's literally day by day we're kind of finding new ways and there's like lots of different tests and prompts and ideas that are coming out every day to help us build um, better strategies, I suppose overall.
1: And to, to kind of close the B two B kind of marketing loop here, I'm, I'm curious about your thoughts on perhaps its involvement or, or how it can improve lead generation, email marketing. What how can it impact that?
0: Yeah, again, fascinatingly, this is um it's, uh, it comes back to leveraging the the AI technology again to create more effective and engaging content that meets these these needs of our customers. So, um, firstly, by Lead qualification, so this is something that um, you know the the technology itself can analyze natural language input um, and identify the level of interest and readiness to purchase based on on that language, so you know you can give it the text and it can it can tell you at what stage of the funnel this this buyer is at um, and and essentially qualify our leads so this can help us marketers prioritize leads and focus on those that are most likely to convert. Um, in terms of the the lead nurturing part of the cycle. So it can help to nurture leads by delivering personalized content and experiences based on user behavior and preferences. Um, And this can obviously help build trust and loyalty with potential customers and hopefully increase the likelihood of conversion at the next stage. Um, in terms of email, so email automation, again, it can automate email campaigns, including lead follow-ups, promotional offers, maybe sending out event invites. It can deliver relevant and timely content. So B2B marketers can increase you know, our key metrics, which are open rates and click-through rates and, and leading, obviously, to, to more conversions then down the line. Also, I, suppose, I think in kind of be relevant to this is, is the customer service aspect of it. So again, it can provide support and assistance via email or chat. So we're plugging that in into into lots of different areas to test that and um, by providing immediate and helpful responses, which again, it, it, it ties into our SEO, but it also ties into our customer satisfaction and loyalty as well. Um, and then finally, again, analytics and reporting goes back to how we can analyze the data we have to generate reports on email marketing, uh open rates click through rates conversion rates and this can help us obviously track over time and make better decisions um all the time going back to our to our key marketing strategy
1: and in terms of uh, strategizing just to finish off here it is chat G, is chat gpt if i can get my uh, yeah. get my words out there <laughs> it um, is it having it is it is um is it having a major influence overall on b2b marketing
0: uh, in one word yes so i think from what i've seen so far anyway it is having a major influence on 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 all sorts of marketing but b2b marketing in particular um and obviously particularly within that digital sphere of it so in such a a short space of time as just generally happen in the digital world things um go from being one way for a very long time to you've seeing a major disruptor in the industry and it's that that's what has happened here except obviously it's not just in the marketing world it's it's industry wide how it's having an effect um you'll see it like in the likes of the developing world how you how it's writing code for developers it's you know helping them um test it's helping them to um to develop quicker and and finding errors you know it's it's coming up it's it's essentially um, what could replace in the future what is Google as it stands now. So it can completely turn changing how we think about search. Um, I suppose in the marketing world, then it's changing how we think about specifically content creation, customer engagement and automation. So they're the, the, the areas um, I think and how it's, it's most disrupting um, our, our, our kind of industry and how it's influencing our strategies. And it, 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 you know, exactly how it it will be used as a disruptor and and a force for positive change remains to be seen. You know, marketing always has been about being um, original and creative and telling stories and having an opinion and taking a stand and being relevant and and making, you know, uh, complex um, services and products simple and saleable. So ChatGPT can't do this quite yet. It can't do what we, you know, as marketers do, but it can help us to be more efficient in executing our strategies. That's the way I think about it in terms of how it's having an influence. So it's been built into the, um, the tactics and the channel kind of element of, of our strategy at the moment. Uh, I personally think it's going to bring back the art to marketing. So I think it will free up a lot of us marketeers to focus on the long term instead of getting bogged down on, on the short term. And we'll have lots, you know, lots of efficiencies created, and we'll be able to scale content so much easier, and automate, and personalize, and do all the things that take up a huge bulk of our time. And it's getting more and more busy in those areas. And we'll be able to stand back and actually look at at the bigger picture. Um, definitely, in, in in and and sort of focus our minds on that.
1: It's a lovely way to to end it with uh, with people getting back to you know looking at the art. And, and kind of in, in, embellishing that. I um, think it's a lovely way to to end the show there. Laura, thank you so much for your time today.
0: Thanks, Craig.
1: And I'm excited to, to have you on again in, in the future very soon. Yeah, looking forward to it. For more information on this subject, please do check out the link in the description and join us again on the Genius Podcast in a couple of weeks' time where we'll be joined by another brand new guest who will be exploring a different topic giving you expert insight advice and tips we'll see you then
0: thank you for listening to the genius podcast if you enjoyed the show don't forget to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends we'll see you in two weeks time for our next episode